What the fuck is up, world? Biali Tlaltik Pak. We back in this bitch. Another podcast for that ass. Another grito. Sea dicho. Coming about one week's time since my last episode on the limited hangout, boy. And um, I'm going to be picking up on some more of that shit right now. So I'm just like, in the interest of full disclosure, the reason why I want to, I've been introducing a lot of these recent ideas lately is because they are the foundation, the epistemic foundation for a lot of the ideas that I've been having recently that I would want to share with you all. Hence the whole point of this podcast, the Grito, right? I am shouting to the world the ideas that I've had, well, in the past week, basically, but in all honesty, they've been floating around in my head for quite some time now. And um, what's happening essentially in these past couple of weeks is I've just been laying the foundation for them in order to help, you know, situate them and contextualize them for those of you who don't have access to my head, which is hopefully the ideas inside my head, which is hopefully all of you. (laughs) So yeah, um, before we get started, let's just get some quick formalities out of the way. If you haven't already, follow your boy. OG underscore ice nice 13 on the gram as well as YouTube. And also um some quick shout outs, dog. Shout outs to the homie Renner G on Instagram, as well as Ms. Jessica Simchez on uh YouTube, as well as Dino on YouTube, right? Shout out to y'all motherfuckers. I appreciate your constant feedback. You have no idea how much it means to me, right? Truly do. In fact, uh a lot of what some of what you said is something that I'm going to be picking up with for the forthcoming episodes. Some of the feedback that y'all have given, something I'm going to be picking up on the forthcoming episodes. I meant to do them today, right? Uh, incorporate them for today. But today I got, <laughs> I went off on some other shit, dog. Right. But I'll get to it nonetheless. You know what I mean? I don't forget. I just, you know, I just keep track and I keep it moving and slowly but surely I'll circle back around to, you know, that, that feedback because it, it's very good feedback and it's something that I did want to incorporate eventually into this, uh, into uh, a grito. You know what I mean? But um, like I said, today, I'm still picking up a little bit on the idea of limited hangouts, okay? And uh, this particular episode is going to be in a more directed sense. Namely, in the sense that I'm going to be expanding upon on a dude who's really been bothering me, dog, since the start of the pandemic, really. But definitely the last couple of months. And that is bitch-ass Bill Gates, yo. This fucking nerd, dog. He is the embodiment of everything that it is that I talked about in the previous episode, homie. And, you know, this is one of, (laughs) on this one, in this episode, I should say, I'm going to go in on how, okay, how it is that he is the embodiment of everything that I talked about in the previous episode, as well as what that means for everyday folk like you and I, dog. And um, I think the best way to get into this is by just explicitly stating that, you know, it's something that a lot of us are not going to like to hear. It's certainly something that I myself did not like to hear at first. But, you know, it's something that I've come to accept. And that is that conspiracy theories themselves, dog, are a limited hangout. Like, I, I can't explain. I can't express just how, how fucking pro- how prominent and prevalent these fucking limited hangouts are, bro. And, you know, conspiracy theories are unquestionably one of them. This is something that took me a while to, again, understand and really accept. OK, but once I did, with the help of Terrence McKenna speaking about the epistemic foundation and shit, you know what I mean? It really did help make sense of, you know, a lot of the bigger picture shit that it's often overlooked when we're focusing on individual conspiracy theories. Okay. And that is that these individual conspiracy theories may very well be purposely be put forth as controlled opposition. 
to, you know, simultaneously discredit real shit that's going down, right? In the sense that when you have a motherfucker talking about Project uh, uh, Bluebeam, when you have them talking about Operation Mockingbird and MK Ultra, and then you have them fucking simultaneously talking about like Flat Earth and shit, or another motherfucker that comes in like, yes, I agree with all that. Not because they lied to us about this, you should definitely look into Flat Earth. You know what I mean? Like, that's where it starts to discredit shit. People start looking at like, well, Flat Earth shit is clearly fucking nonsensical. Why the fuck? If, if the Flat Earth shit is nonsensical, why the fuck should I believe that things like Operation fucking Mockingbird and Pro- Project Bluebeam, et cetera, aren't as well, right? So that's kind of what I'm saying is that they put forth as controlled opposition these fucking conspiracies, these fucking ridiculous conspiracy theories to discredit the real shit that's going down. It's a red herring, dog, from all the real, all the real shit that's going down, right? That, you know, <laughs> they, they don't want us to fucking pick up on, right? And uh, they know, conversely, simultaneously, that we're still going to be looking. So they give us these fucking fake trails, essentially, in order to ensure that we don't follow the real trails too closely. And uh, that's kind of like the point that I'm trying to get to here. And it's going to be well, the, the one of the points is of the importance of philosophical study, dog, is because through philosophical discourse, we learn to recognize these fucking red herrings for what they are and keep our eyes on the prize, dog, right? Now, don't get me twisted. I still fuck around, okay, with conspiracy theories. And partly for two reasons. And the first one is that, you know, just plain and simple, dog, they're fucking fun. Like, some of them are fun, you know what I mean? <laughs> I just see them as thought experiments and nothing more, right? Some of my fondest memories from childhood is sitting around fucking stone to the bone with the homies, you know, listening to hip-hop, and talking about conspiracies, fucking Mob Deep specifically, I have in mind here, you know what I mean? Because, uh, what's his name? Oh, damn, his name just fucking completely escaped my mind. Not Havoc, Prodigy, there you go. He was like really deep into that kind of shit, you know what I mean? And it fucking leaked into their music. But, you know, there's also other hip-hop artists as well. It's very prominent in hip in the hip-hop community, you know what I mean? And um, that's, that's, that's a great memory, dog, that I'll never forget, just from growing up in general, in the hood, you know, living that fucking particular life and thinking to ourselves, oh, damn, dog, the reason we're stuck in the trap is because of the Illuminati, right? And, you know, to be fair, we weren't far off, <laughs> you know what I mean? And um, so, yeah, that, that's part of it. But for two, dog, and this is the part, like, when I'm thinking about this, I like to think about it in terms of the, of the men in black, where Agent K goes and he gets those fucking amazing tabloids. I wish they still sold those tabloids. I didn't appreciate them enough when I was a kid, but they were amazing, right? The Bat Boy tabloids, basically. You know what I mean? <laughs> For those of you who are old enough to remember. But um, this is what I have in mind with this second idea. And it's like, you know, as outlandish as those tabloids are in the movie, in real life as they were, as, the t- as outlandish as some conspiracy theories are here, you know, in quote-unquote real life, uh, to completely dismiss... To completely dismiss them all would be irrational, dog, because hidden somewhere in those fucking outlandish conspiracy theories are kernels of truth. And you need to be able to fucking piece together those kernels of truth to be able to try to get together a greater picture of what it is that's going on. Revelation of the method type shit, dog. They have to show us in order to not fucking allegedly, you know, they have to allegedly show us in order to not influence our, our, you know, take away from us our free will. I say allegedly because... I, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't know anything, dog. I don't, I don't claim to know anything. I don't claim to believe anything. I'm just relaying to you like what the whole fucking, what, what, what I've been told, what I've read about how this fucking occultist world that we're living in unfolds, right? Like it may very well be that those motherfuckers are wrong too. Like who knows? Life is such a massive fucking mystery. No one knows anything. You know what I mean? But 
there seems to be little fucking pieces of truth that are interlaid that, you know, we can, you know, put together to form some coherent story, which ultimately, and this is why I say I don't fucking know, allegedly, right? I say allegedly and then I qualify it by saying I don't fucking know because it's, it may very well just be nothing more than another story. And the truth about stories, as we've already established, is they're all we fucking are, right? So yeah, dog, that's like the, the second reason why I don't fucking completely dismiss the conspiracies. You know what I mean? Because yeah, like at the end of the day, the vast majority of them, they're a joke, okay? And they may very well be a complete waste of time, as are the people who perpetuate them. I have in mind, like when I was preparing this particular episode, this one particular uh, podcast that I was listen- listening to where this one fool was talking about how the Mississippi River is the real Nile or something like that. I don't know. It's a whole conspiracy. You could look into it, right? But these, these fools, they, they claim that the Mississippi and is the real river of prominence in, in the, in the Bible. I'm pretty sure it's the Nile, right? Um, and those events that allegedly, you know, that they say took place in the Bible, what these conspiracy heads are saying is that all that shit actually happened here on Turtle Island and not in the Middle East. And that in, you know, because of that, that this is, where the whole fucking unfolding of the biblical biblical events naturally obviously took place and it's just like one of the you know one of the one of the alleged proofs that they have for this is they they point to the names of locations here and they say well look at a, a city like albuquerque right the word al is very prominent in muslim culture in the language or not muslim culture rather but the language right the uh, arabic language which is proof that you know the, the the middle east is actually here because of places like albuquerque right and the whole time I'm listening to it, I'm like, bro, this is literally the dumbest, most inconsequential fucking nonsense I've ever listened to in my entire life. You know what I mean? For one, the language thing. Like, obviously, the reason why the fucking Spanish language is influenced by the Arabic language is because the Moors colonized Spain for fucking 500 years. And because of that, there's a lot of fucking Spanish words that have been influenced or are directly Arabic words. Alberca, pastel. Right. There's so many of them that are Arabic words. It has nothing to do with the fact that this is actually the fucking Middle East and that our whole orientation of space and time has been lied to by the biblical figure. It has nothing to do with that. Right. What happens is that the fucking Moors colonized the Spaniards. The Spaniards colonized the indigenous peoples here. And because of that, the fucking Moors had introduced their language, like words like Albuquerque. Right into fucking Spanish culture, which they would themselves brought here to Turtle Island. Like, why are we fucking overcomplicating this shit? It's fucking, you know what I mean? What is that? The, the fucking principle where uh, Occam's razor, you take the easy, the, 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 the explanation that is the easiest to explain over having to overcomplicate this shit every time. And then, you know, once you, I continue to listen to this podcast and the grand reveal doc, the grand reveal. Okay. Was this fucking completely ridiculous debunked anti-indigenous nonsense that basically boils down to the fucking lost tribes of israel bullshit that's been just completely debunked all right so it's like yeah dog you can spend all your time focusing on this but it's not gonna lead you anywhere and perhaps most importantly it's fucking inconsequential who gives a fuck where we're located dog right and this is the same shit with the flat earth like i don't give a fuck if the earth is flat or if it's round i don't give a fuck where i'm located i care what it is that I'm experiencing while I'm fucking located, where the fuck it is that I'm located, dog. And as I mentioned before, if you ask me, I'm more inclined to believe in a simulation. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. The point is that I'm listening to this motherfucker and I'm just laughing the entire time, thinking to myself like, oh my God. Yeah, bro. Cool story. Okay. Again, what relevance of the, of what relevance is this truly? And the answer of course is none. 
right? <laughs> this is the same, you know, this is, this is what I'm saying. Like the same is true with like the flat earth. You have these flat earthers, bro. They're just, in, in my opinion, from the ex- limited, limited experience that I've had with them, limited on purpose because they're, I find them to be very insufferable. People who believe in the flat earth, I find them to be very, very insufferable. You know what I mean? In the sense that they're just so locked into their idea that they're fucking completely correct, that they have no fucking room to, you know, possibly even consider the possibility that they are not only incorrect, but that they're fucking morons on top of that, right? <laughs> Anyways, what I'm saying is that it's not its not of any relevance where we fucking live, okay? All the bullshit sophists out here that are trying to prove that the earth isn't round, it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what we're living. It doesn't matter, you know, where we're living. It matters what we're living through, okay? And that's kind of the point that I'm going to try to get here to. Well, I'm not going to try. I'm going to get here to with the end of this with this episode. You know what I mean? Um, and that is like, whether the earth is flat or round, it doesn't fucking matter. What matters is that you have motherfuckers like Bill Gates, who is seizing all the farmland and, you know, killing all the animals, neutering all the fucking chickens so they can't lay eggs, basically, not basically neutering them. They're not, he's not neutering them actually, but like the food that they're giving these chickens is making it so they're not producing eggs. That's what the fuck is important because that's how we, that's what we subsist off. You know what I mean? We're not these motherfuckers that could just point our buttholes up into the sky and fucking subsist off the energy from the sun. That's not how it works. You know what I mean? And uh, while these motherfuckers are over here busy jerking, circle jerking each other off about whether we live on a fucking globe or a flat earth, these motherfuckers over here, the reptilians over at Illuminati headquarters, are fucking seizing all the fucking farmland. And I'm like, bro, I don't give a fuck if we're on a flat earth or on a globe. I give a fuck what's going to happen with the food production. You know what I'm saying? Flat Earth motherfuckers, dog. They're always like, "Well, it's important because the proving that the Earth is flat, it 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 demonstrates that we've been fundamentally lied to about all facets of reality, and that because they're lying about that, you can't even begin to understand or comprehend what it is that we're what else they're lying to us about until you uh, understand that the Earth is flat." To which I'm like, "Nah, bitch. Like, no, not at all. You don't need to. I fucking again, you don't need to." think that the earth is flat in order to come to that very conclusion that you're trying to get to. That's a very simple conclusion to come to. But I say simple, dog, but honestly, it's also simultaneously a very important fucking insight to come into. The insight that, yeah, we're, we've been lied to. Everything that we've been, ever been taught was a lie, right? Public school, fucking miseducation. Everything that we know about reality is, is a fucking lie. You don't need to believe in the flat earth to understand that, okay? And that is such unimportant insight, not about the flat earth, but the fact that we've been fundamentally lied to about everything. Okay. That is such an important insight that these motherfuckers know this, right? And in response to this, what they do is they parade dumb fucks like people who believe in the flat earth or people who believe that, you know, Turtle Island is the Middle East in order to fucking discredit genuine critique and effectively neuter any potential mobilization that will result in any real tangible change. So again, it's just in line with everything that, is that we talked about, that I talked about in the previous episode. But in this case, instead of culture and drug use, it's bullshit ideas like fucking the flat earth. And, you know, <laughs> I keep picking on this one because it was just, it was just so outlandish to me that I just, I can't fucking let it go about Turtle Island being the Middle East, right? This here gets us to the core, in, uh, a core insight in hood philosophy. And that is that, you know, I personally, admittedly, I'm telling you like straight up, okay? Uh, I've I've wanted to help do my part, dog, in swaying inquisitive minds from 
falling off the edge of the earth, if you will, to use a shitty metaphor, right? Uh, and headfirst into the shitty psyop of things like just psyops in general, dog, like flat earth, okay? By helping provide the critical and rational tools necessary to decipher blatantly obvious propaganda like flat earth, okay? But also things like modern Christianity and so on. And obviously the way that I felt I could do so was through philosophy because I I will fucking die on this hill, dog. Philosophy, the you know, philosophical education is, it's a saving grace. It is a redemptive force. It will help change the world for the better. I truly do believe that, okay? And um, unlike these snooty academics who look down, you know, on these fertile grounds of the conspiracy underground, okay? I know for a fact that I'm better than these motherfuckers because <laughs> I know this is simple human, it's, it's a simple insight into human nature. And that is that people don't like being fucking dismissed, right? So we have these snooty academics in philosophy, for instance, who will look down on the conspiracy, quote unquote conspiracy, and say, we're above this. You know, they'll stick their noses up in the air and say that they're too good for this. I know better than that, okay? Because I know that the topics that, you know, by not engaging with these topics that these academics look down on, okay, and by furthermore discounting the intelligence of people that, you know, advance these ideas, it's not doing anything to help anyone, all right? People don't just stop wondering about shit because you shut down discourse. In fact, it further emboldens them. And what happens is if you're not open to having this discussion as someone who's trained in philosophical discourse, what that person is going to do instead is they're not going to just stop thinking about it. They're going to run and they're going to find other outlets in which they can. And those outlets, of course, are going to be cesspools of fucking like-minded individuals who are going to be looking at each other and they're going to falsely believe because they don't have the philosophical education to, you know, understand otherwise that just because everyone in their little fucking echo chamber agrees with them that what they believe in must be true. And it's like, no, dog, that's confirmation bias, right? Just because everyone that you fucking hang around with believes exactly what you believe doesn't mean it's true. It just means that you're stuck in a fucking echo chamber. And if people like myself, academics, professors, philosophies, uh, philosophers in general, aren't willing to fucking engage with these people in, in discourse, not only are we ourselves stuck in that echo chamber, right? But we're not, you know, it's fucking, it, it gets us to this impasse where no one is talking to anyone about anything of actual genuine importance and thus ultimately making it so that the people who are fucking actively make, moving and shaking to make the world a worse place continue along unchallenged, right? So I'm like, nah, dog. We have to have these conversations with these people, whether we fucking agree with them or not. Like, you know, because doing so, it's only gonna not doing so, it's only gonna embolden these motherfuckers, right? And they're gonna dig their heels in deeper and be like, see, I knew that what I'm onto is correct because academia is clearly controlled. And if they're telling me that I'm wrong, that must mean that really I'm right. You know, that type of shit. And it's like, nah, dog, it's, it's, it, that's not how it works at all. You know what I mean? By the way, I can never, I, can, I just, I can never get over the fucking blatant hypocrisy of, you know, academics refusing to discuss shit like the flat earth and then turn around in their classrooms and discuss some of the most outlandish thought experiments like fucking trolleys, trolleyologies, right? Pushing a quote unquote fat man in front of a, of a speeding train to stop it from <laughs> hitting other people. Like, come on, man. What's the distinction here? Realistically, the distinction is that one has been fucking legitimized, the fat man, 
the trolleyology bullshit, and the other one has been stigmatized. That's it, right? Anyways, all of this is simply to say that we, you know, just by virtue of being a human dog, we navigate a very complex minefield, you know, and in this minefield, we have we have some very difficult decisions to make, basically. And, you know, on the one hand, one decision is that we can stay put on this minefield knowing that we'll be safe, quote unquote, safe, right, from stepping on any potentially explosive topics that may offend other people, that may destroy the way that we perceive reality, right? And because of that, it's safe. We'll just stay put. But the truth is, it's it's not safe at all. Because by standing, by just standing there, by not moving in any one particular direction, all it does is allow these fools to continue along with their anti-human agenda. This is the definition of tacit consent. You are guilty by not acting, right? Which puts us to the other position, and that is that, okay, well, yes, you can move forward, okay, and say like, no, I'm going to try to change this somehow, some way. Well, you're in a minefield, and for many of us, we don't have the intellectual edu- and educational tools necessary because they, through their public miseducation systems, right, saw to it that they, we, we wouldn't have the critical thinking skills necessary to fucking criticize and hopefully, you know, uh, m- mobilize in a way to change the systems that they've put into place, right? And because of that, you know, we're navigating this complex minefield with n- n- basically no equipment. In, in, in doing so, we're, we're walking blind, essentially, right? And that's how motherfuckers end up believing in bullshit like the fucking flat earth because they don't have the critical thinking skills. We, we don't have the critical thinking skills uh, necessary to be able to see how outlandish and absurd something like that truly is, right? But again, as I've already mentioned before, we have a saving grace, and that is the study of philosophy, which is, again, why I maintain till the day I die liberating force truly and at least for my at least i like to think so personal fucking contribution is that unlike this gated uh academic snooty philosophy i'm just giving it away for free for the most part i'm not getting super detailed into it because that's not where my mind is that's not what i want to do with my life right but hopefully enough that i inspire a little bit of you know uh, uh awake not awakening per se but so much as a, i inspire a little bit of knowledge or perhaps even you to go seek the knowledge necessary to gain some of the philosophical uh, skills that I've, you know, shared and demonstrated on this ep- on this podcast, right? All of which I've gained through the study of philosophy, which is openly available to everybody, especially now with the internet being so widely available, right? Anyways, the point is that, you know, philosophy, dog, it truly does. It gives us the intellectual tools necessary to navigate this minefield in a way that protects us, okay? from their propaganda. And, you know, it also, you know, simultaneously strengthens our ability to narrow in, dog, narrow in on the shit of true importance. That's why I'm like, I don't give a fuck where we live. I care, like, again, what it is that I'm living through. Why? Because whether I'm in a simulation, whether I'm in the Middle East, whether I'm on fucking a flat earth, none of that matters, dog. What matters is that I'm going to the grocery store and my fucking grocery bill is outlandishly expensive. What matters is that motherfuckers are dropping dead left and right right now because of some fucking psyop that we've all just endured for the last two years. What matters is that motherfuckers are being penned up in cages like animals just because we're told that they're fucking inferior humans because they were born on a different patch of earth. This is shit that I'm concerned with. I don't give a fuck about anything else. You know what I'm saying? And uh, 
the reason why it may be because that's my own personal bias, but I'm more convinced that the reason why is because it's through the philosophical discourse that I've learned to appreciate values and virtues like freedom and justice, equality, etc. And I don't, I'm not content with just limiting that to myself or those who look like me, those who were born on a similar patch of dirt like myself. I'm concerned with spreading those values and those virtues through humanity. Okay. And I see motherfuckers like Bill Gates. Let's take that. This is the whole point. Bill Gates, dog, you know, as an impediment to that. Right. So this is how I started. Like, this is where this, you know, this, this episode particularly took shape because I've been thinking a lot to myself, like, who the fuck is Bill Gates? Seriously, dog, the audacity, the guile, the gumption, right? To stand up and proclaim himself the fucking leader of the pandemic movement. Like, what the fuck? No, dude, who elected this motherfucker? He's an unelected official. Why are we listening to a computer dork talk to us, allegedly a computer dork? Because as we see here shortly, not really the fucking, he's not the person that we're told he's been. It's a fucking controlled opposition. He's an actor, okay? Just like Tupac, just like Drake, just like all these other motherfuckers that have been put forward. Ain't shit more than actors, dog, that are advancing agendas, okay? But in terms of Bill Gates, the reason why I'm so concerned about him now is because, again, motherfucker flat earth. Where are we going to get our fucking food from? This dude is buying up all the farmland. Where are we going to get the meat from? Or are we going to be reduced to just eating cricket and uh, cricket bur- and protein burgers? Because that's what he's invested in. You know what I'm saying? And how this relates to the conspiracy theorist is most of them are so fucking deluded, bro. Like they can come to the conclusion like, yeah, Bill Gates is running shit. But they're still so stuck in the fucking cave that they can't make the next logical conclusion, which is then we need to fucking abolish private land ownership because there's no reason why one motherfucker should be able to own all the farmland in the United States of America and determine what it is that your and I diet's going to be for no other reason than he's trying to fucking pump his stock profit up. Like, fuck that, dude. That's ridiculous. But for most conspiracy theorists, they'll be like, oh my God, no, that's pinko commie bullshit. Like, how dare you? You know what I mean? It's just like, bro, you were so fucking lost. You don't realize that you yourself have fallen victim to the fucking psyop of a conspiracy theory that has purposely been put forth in such a way to ensure that you do not take any sort of action at all whatsoever to stop the very people that you are critiquing of being responsible for all the suffering in the world. And the fact that you cannot make the connection between the two is proof positive that the PSYOP is fucking working, right? It's very something I'm very passionate about, as you can tell, this whole Bill Gates shit, dog. And um, like I mentioned, I first started becoming truly skeptical of this motherfucker at the start of the pandemic, bro. You know, you know prior to this, uh, prior to the pandemic, I had... I had heard both sides of the story from him, okay? On the one hand, you have the propaganda talking about how he's some allegedly self-made genius who pulled himself up by the bootstraps and made a fortune by advancing humanity with his technological developments, right? It's not true, dog. He didn't create anything. He's an actor. That shit was created by... It depends how deep down the conspiratorial rabbit hole you want to go. If you're like me, you'll say it was created by the fucking government through the front of a corporation known as IBM. If you want to be a little bit less into the deep waters, you'll say, no, it was created by IBM, completely independent of the United States government, right? Whatever the case is, it's his connections with IBM that I'll talk about here shortly that they basically picked him and said, okay, we'll take this motherfucker and we'll let him be the one that, 
you know, benefits from it in a public face in order to give the facade that the United States government is in any way, shape or form responsible for this. And by the way, when I say the United States government, dog, I really mean like the fucking the people who run shit, the, the bourgeoisie. I'm not going to bullshit. I'm not going to beat around the bush. Let's be fucking real with it, dog. It's not the Illuminati. It's not the fucking reptilians. It's the bourgeoisie. Always has been. Always will be. OK, they just front as the they, they use the front of the United States government as a protective fucking force, literally protective in a sense like the military, the police, etc., but also protective so that in the sense that we have this, we as, you know, the proletariat, average everyday motherfuckers like you and I have this misguided belief that somehow private and, you know, the government and the and, and the private sector are, 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 are divided, that we're not living essentially in a fascist nation, which is not true. They're not divided. We are absolutely living in a fascist nation. There is no distinction between, in my opinion, you believe whatever the fuck you want to believe. I'm telling you, I personally don't see any distinction between the government and the fucking corporations. Anyways, all that to say, okay, this motherfucking Bill Gates character, everything that we're told about him is not true. He just comes from a family that's in, they're in that club. They're in that club, right? His fucking pops, we'll get into his pops here shortly and his mom, we'll get into both of them. But the basic gist is they pick this motherfucker and they say, okay, you're going to advance this agenda for us. We're going to lay the foundation for this by fucking building you up to be this alleged genius who's responsible for the fucking tech, some part of the technological revolution that has advanced humanity. And using that credibility, we're then going to use you as a fucking mouthpiece to spread our reptilian propaganda, essentially. Okay. Which is what the other side of the, (laughs) which is what the other side of the critique is about Bill Gates. And that, and and that is that he is nothing of what we're told that he is, and other than an actor who is trying to depopulate the planet because of his ties that we'll talk about here shortly. And, you know, the point is, I never really cared about this motherfucker one way or another. Like, I'd heard both sides of the story, but I never cared about him one way or another. I didn't give a fuck. It's Bill Gates, a fucking scrawny nerd. It's always wearing a turtleneck. You know what I mean? But that all changed with the start of the pandemic because at that point, I was like, all right, man, what the fuck is going on here? Why is this dude who has no fucking knowledge, no experience in the biomedical field, all of a sudden being put forth everywhere and telling us what the fuck it is that's going to happen in terms of vaccines and not even vaccines, bro. This motherfucker not only has no uh, foundation or education in, you know, in the medicine field, but now he's trying to fucking telling us what we're going to do with, you know, how our social lives are going to be. And it's like, who the fuck are you to determine public policy? You're not an elected official. Why are we listening to you, you fucking nerd? Right? And that's when I was like, all right, dog, what the fuck is going on with this Bill Gates, with this Bill Gates character for reals? Why is this fool fucking taking center stage at the height of a global event unlike any that we've ever seen in the course of human history and professing to have all the fucking answers, dog? And ultimately, the conclusion was, again, because he's an actor. He's just a fucking actor who's been put forth to advance the fucking reptilian agenda, dog. This isn't, you know, this isn't something that you come to. I didn't come to it, at least through. I like to think I didn't come through it through a biased echo chamber like I just talked about or complete random luck, dog. This is something that I came through through fucking sincere philosophical discourse through my philosophical training, dog. Right. I didn't go down through message boards and fucking see what the fuck was going on. I didn't I didn't do any of that, dog. I just used basic, like day one, introduction to philosophy type shit and asked a couple of questions. You know what I mean? And 
the good news, like I said, is that it's, it's not, it's, I'm not special because of my ability to do so. That's something everybody could do. You know what I mean? Which is why I'm convinced these motherfuckers don't teach it to us in day schools. That, that's one of the points of, that's one of the, the grounding principles of fucking hood philosophy, dog. Day schools ain't teaching us what we need to know to survive purposely. Okay. But the good news is we don't need them or their fucking schools to learn this shit, dog. And when it comes to this Bill Gates conclusion that I came to, it's not even like you need deep philosophical years of philosophical study to learn. This is legit day one introduction of philosophy shit, dog. This is logical fallacies 101, right? <laughs> Basically, what I'm saying is like, with this Bill Gates character, let's continue here with this Bill Gates character shit and how it relates to the logical fallacies. Realistically, dog, all I did was ask, why is the fucking computer guy telling me shit about vaccines? What? What the fuck? This doesn't make any sense. I don't go, you know what I mean, to a fucking uh, uh, a pediatrician and ask them for advice on how to fucking what what a good uh, health and diet is, right? A pediatrician is a children's doctor first and foremost. Secondly, they're not fucking trained and they're not a dietitian. You want fucking advice on health and diet? Go to a dietitian, dog. I don't go to a history professor and ask them for fucking help with my math homework. Right? Like, yeah, they might know a little bit of math, but you want math, you want help with your math homework? Go to a fucking math professor, dog. And conversely, you want help with your history homework? Don't go to the math professor. Go to the fucking um uh history professor as well. So why like I was just thinking to myself, why are they parading a fucking a computer guy, right? Why are they parading a computer guy to tell us fucking public policy? He's not an elected official. He has no history in government. He has no fucking authority period right to be making telling us that we're not going to be able to get back together until we have fucking mass vaccination fuck you dog first of all second of all he has no qualifications to discuss anything regarding the biomedical field right and how do i know this because i did research into this motherfucker something that you know this is something i teach my students all the time actually it's one of my favorite like little fuck fuck tricks to play on my students in the very beginning of the semester and that when i'm introducing this particularly I always like to fuck with them. I'm like, bro, how do you know that I'm the fucking actual professor of this class? How many of you have actually ever done any research into any of your professors, period, let alone myself? How many of you, like, you, we just walk into these classrooms and you're, you were playing these roles. You came in here with the role of a student, but anybody realistically could have come in here and pretended to be the professor. It happens all the time. People pretend to be shit that they're not, right? It's called social media. <laughs> But uh, specifically, the case, I I've shared it before, but of the dude who was, you know, pretending to be a pilot for 23 years, and they didn't find out until 23 years later that he actually was, ne he never went through to, to flight school, right? And they fired him. At that point, it's like, well, why? He's been, <laughs> been doing it for 23 years. You might as well let him finish it off, right? But the point that I'm trying to make here is like, when it comes to my students, they just walk into the class and they look to the front because we've been programmed this way and assume that the person in the front is the one that knows all the answers. But no, like you have to question this. Who is this person? What are their qualifications? What is their degrees? Do I even know that this is, you know, my professor of the class? I don't carry an ID with me. I couldn't show it to you if you fucking asked me to. You know what I'm saying? And uh, it's the same shit that's going on here with, with, with this Bill Gates character. And the only way to know, of course, is to do a little bit of research into that person, which I've had one student do, which actually was pretty jarring for on my end. I was like, wow, this motherfucker really went and <laughs> looked me up, basically. You know what I'm saying? So kind of that one instance, it kind of backfired. But I was proud of him nonetheless. I was like, good for you, dog. 
You know what I mean? Not only does it show you're listening, so I appreciate that shit, but it also shows that you're fucking applying what you learn in a practical, real world way. You know what I mean? This motherfucker researched everything about me. I was like, damn, that's kind of trippy, but good for you. You know what I mean? I, I know me personally, that's exactly what I did with fucking Bill Gates, dog. And lo and behold, lo and behold, I easily discovered that, <laughs> surprise, surprise, he had absolutely zero training in biomedicine. To which the next question was, of course, naturally, as it should be, always, why the fuck am I listening to this clown talk about vaccines when he's entirely unqualified to do so? No history in fucking public, you know, in, in political office. Why the fuck am I listening to him when it talk, when it comes time to, you know, public policy? Who is this fucking nerd? You know what I mean? And the answer, of course, is I shouldn't. Nobody should. Nobody should be listening to him. He's fucking nothing, right? Because he's... Not on top of being nothing, he's unqualified to be speaking on any of these issues, dog, literally, okay? So yeah, dog, it was at this point, at the start of the pandemic, when I just started asking myself questions, dog, simple questions, just simple questions, you know what I mean? I was like, why is this motherfucker putting so much money towards vaccines when that same money, for instance, could have been put towards ventilators and personal protective equipment for the people who couldn't afford them, for instance, the people who we were told uh, were the most likely to be affected by the coronavirus, right? The 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 elderly, the people who are in lower social economic statuses, etc. Okay, and this, by the way, was at a time these questions, these initial questions, were at a time when we were told that both of those were necessary for you know the infected people to survive. And I was just thinking to myself, okay, if he's so concerned with helping people survive, why isn't he spending that money, billions of dollars? Instead, on providing ventilators to people who can't afford fucking medical access at a hospital to, you know, providing them with personal protective equipment to the people who can't afford it, et cetera, and so on. Right. And, you know, I, I get I understand, right, that it's his own personal money and that he's allowed to use it as he deems fit. But at the same time, why should he be allowed to do so in a way that potentially infringes on the rights of private citizens? OK, should he be allowed to make fucking trillion billions of dollars at least off stripping us essentially of our free will by saying shit like saying shit that we're not going to be allowed to fucking gather in open in mass spaces again until we've gotten the vaccines that he's heavily invested in. You know what I'm saying? Like this doesn't seem this doesn't seem there's a conflict of interest here, Doug. Right. I also ask myself questions again like. Should unelected quote-unquote leaders, because who the fuck anointed this dork a fucking leader? Like, I don't fucking care about that guy. You know what I mean? Why? I just don't understand. I don't understand the impulse of humans to just look at somebody who's like, that's the person that's on TV, so that's the one who's going to lead us into the future. Like, nah, dog, get the fuck out of here. You're an adult. The idea that you need to look to someone else for fucking guidance is kind of cringe if we're not, if I'm being honest. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, inspiration is one thing dog but guidance as in this is what we're gonna do and if you don't follow me it's because you're whatever like nah dog you're a free sovereign human being I and mean, you have your own fucking ability to think critically at best you can walk beside somebody and say i agree with what this motherfucker is doing let's go right but to walk behind somebody blindly like get the fuck out of here dog that's pretty and you know to willingly do that because you have this primal fucking instinct to you know follow the leader like that's very cringe you know what i'm saying Anyways, the whole point being is the question was, should unelected leaders be allowed to influence public policy simply because of the vast amount of resources they have? This is something that extends far beyond Bill Gates. I'm talking about super PACs now, you know, that fucking donate on 
told numbers of money to influence political candidates who in turn passed legislation that directly influenced the lives of people like you and I. I'm a fucking adult, dog. What business of it of you is it if I want to fucking smoke some weed or not? You know what I'm saying? Like, you can fucking, you can kiss my ass, dog, if you think that you're going to fucking, that you have some sort of authority over me because a bunch of other morons came together and voted you into office and said that you're the head chimp that gets to decide how other people live their life. Like, fuck you, dog. That doesn't make any sense to me. You know what I mean? And the idea that you personally, as that head chimp that's been elected by these fucking morons, can fucking influence the outcome of my life because other fucking morons gave you a bunch of money. Like, no, dude, that doesn't make any sense. Get the fuck out of here. You know what I mean? And the same is true when it comes to Bill Gates. Like, who who the fuck is this guy? Honestly, like in the in the truest Conor McGregor sense of the term, right? <laughs> and um, so yeah, dog. Like, I get it. You got billions of dollars, but that doesn't that don't mean shit. Honestly, you know what I mean? I also ask myself. This is a very serious one, by the way. Should Bill Gates' past involvement with the fucking convicted sex trafficker Jeffrey Epstein be reason alone enough to dismiss any of his contributions? Or is suggesting this a fucking ad hominem fallacy on my behalf because I'm not critiquing his argument, I'm critiquing his character. I'll say what you will about philosophy, dog. I do maintain that it's a fucking critical way of moving forward in the future and liberating humanity. But at a certain point, you got to put the philosophy aside and be like, look, dog, you could judge a person by the company they keep. That's the point of fucking organic intellectuals, hood philosophers, and traditional scholars, right? A traditional scholar will say, no, we have to put aside his connections to Jeffrey Epstein because that's an ad hominem fallacy. A hood philosopher will say, fuck you and Jeffrey Epstein, bitch. I don't give a fuck what you have to say about anything, okay? You can judge a person by the company they keep. You will not learn this in a fucking academic textbook. You learn this on the streets, surviving, right? You fucking, a motherfucker looks like a duck and walks like a duck and talks like a duck. That's because they're a duck, dog. You know what I mean? And if they're surrounded by other ducks, it's probably because they're fucking ducks too. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's not something you're going to learn in the textbook, okay? That's something that you learn when you're fucking navigating and one of your homies suddenly becomes fucking, starts uh, looking like a thug, dressing like a thug, and acting like a thug. You look at them and be like, oh, shit. And they're hanging around other thugs as well. And you're like, ooh, this motherfucker's onto some thug shit. I better fucking hide my money whenever he's around. I better not brag about how much fucking resources I have because this motherfucker likely to stick me up if he ever finds himself in a difficult fucking position. You know what I'm saying? And perhaps most importantly, I ask myself, where am I getting my news from? And am I myself qualified and informed enough to be making a decision on this one way or another? Right? All of this to say, all of this to say is that when it comes to Bill Gates, dog, I just, again, I found it very strange that old Billy boy was being paraded around as the messiah of the pandemic, which was only further galvanized when it was further revealed that he would be, you know, making billions off the vaccine. Okay. And what, you know, from 2020 to 2023, now where we are now, I just, you know, you just looking back and then tracing the trajectory of what's occurred with this motherfucker. You're like, what did he do with all that money, dog? He's fucking moved on to buying farmland, of course, right? Which brings us to the point of this particular episode. And it's, again, dog, that Billy boy, right? Billy Gates, ugh, beyond being a fucking parasite, dog, with deep family ties to shady-ass programs, is nothing more than a fucking actor in the truest sense of the word who's been put forth to advance an agenda, and because of that, he should absolutely not be trusted let alone look to for answers in our current political climate. This isn't conspiracy, dog. Like, this is right there. It's fucking hidden in plain sight. 
you right now can go and Google his fucking parents and you'll see the deep ties that both his mom and his dad had to IBM and Planned Parenthood, for example, right? Why are, why why is that of any fucking importance? It's it's simple, but it's a little bit nuanced, dog. And this is not I'm not gonna delve deeply into this about the connections between IBM and fucking Planned Parenthood, for instance, right? Maybe one day in a future podcast I will. But even then, you don't need to wait for that because there's plenty of information, plenty of uh, videos and shit out there documenting that relationship, right? All I'm saying is that (laughs) just look into the fucking the roots of Planned Parenthood, dog, which is, of course, eugenics, right? And the role that IBM played in advancing the the eugenics agenda during World War II. It's basically that simple, okay? And then you have these two fuckheads who have a fucking, you have these two fuckheads being Bill uh, Bill Gates's mom and dad, right? Who respectively worked in one capacity or another. They were on the, on the boards at, you know, uh, uh, at uh, Planned Parenthood and IBM, right? These two fuckheads come together and they make a baby. They name a Bill, okay? And then that baby gets fucking chosen to be the one who, you know, is, you know, given all the I guess responsibilities, but also all the fucking privileges of being the person who, you know, is credited with being the creator of Microsoft, right? Who created Microsoft truly? I don't know. I know it wasn't Bill Gates. I know for a fact it wasn't Bill Gates. I don't give a fuck what anybody says, okay? It's a fucking government program, dog. That's what I think, right? Fronted as a corporation known as IBM that chose one specific motherfucker they're going to situate him, right? They choose him out of their little club of people. They say, okay, this one right here, right? And they choose him and they fucking put him out to the world, right? And they ground his 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 future project by, you know, making him out to be this person, this fucking genius uh, creator, right? And <laughs> they use the, 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 the credibility, the alleged credibility that that position gives him, again, the appeal to authority fallacy, and they use that in the future in order to push the real agenda, which is the fucking vaccination and population control dog. Like it's really that simple. You know what I mean? This is the part where people like, this is the meme where it's like that one dude from it's always sunny in Philadelphia where he's pointing up like that to the board. And it's like all these connections. This is usually the point where people will look at me and be like, dude, what the fuck? Get out of here with your unhinged conspiratorial nonsense. But it's like, nah, dog. It all comes out in the wash, homie. It all comes out in the wash. And if you just dig deep enough, you'll see that this Bill Gates character is not who we're fucking told he is, dog. How is it possible, for instance, that a private corporation is so powerful, so powerful, that they are able to fund the WHO, the NIH, the CDC, and the UN, dog? Okay? How is that possible? It's just, it doesn't make any sense to me. I know that they're fucking worth a lot of money, but those are huge fucking institutions, right? The UN, come on, dog. The United Nations, the World Health Organization, the National Institute of Health, the Center for Disease Control, right? Like, what? No, this this isn't adding up. This isn't making sense. And as I mentioned in previous episodes of the podcast, just because your baseline of what the government will do is down here, doesn't mean mine is wrong for th- for having it all the way up here. Because remember, mine starts at fucking eugenics, genocide, etc. Right? Because of the history that my peoples have endured. Right? So I, I look at this and I'm like, Mm-mm, this is fucking government funded bullshit right here. And they're using Bill Gates and the corporation, 
the private corporation, allegedly, as a mask to continue doing all their fucking shady shit. And because of that, I'm not buying this idea anymore that it's fucking Bill Gates who suddenly, you know, this allegedly fucking altruistic, philanthropic uh, billionaire who is so concerned with humanity that he's left behind his entire fucking uh, 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 history as a computer uh, programmer to suddenly care about, you know, helping developing nations and shit with vaccinations. Like, get the fuck out of here, dog. That is one individual person who is being put forth at the behest of a fucking individual private corporation to do the bidding of a private group of people who fucking run the government, namely the fucking bourgeoisie. That's what the fuck it is in my mind, right? And to think otherwise, it's not even it's not even rational at this point, dog. It's a basic distinction between fucking Marxist theory and fucking everything else, okay? <laughs> it's all one big club, homie, like fucking George Carlin tells us, and they push motherfuckers like Bill Gates out to maintain the illusion that it's not right? But at the core, at its core, they're all part of the same group, dog, the motherfucking bourgeoisie, okay? And that's what conspiracy theorists don't understand. That's why I don't fuck with conspiracy theorists, dog. That's why I'm like, nah, dude, like I'll, I'll, you know, I'll entertain these ideas, but you, I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I'm not. I refuse to be labeled as such. I'm a fucking philosopher in the truest sense of the word, right? And it's this, you know, commitment to philosophy that allows me to do shit that conspiracy theorists just will not do. Most conspiracy theorists will not ever take themselves to the idea of fucking abolishing private land ownership. Why? Because they're not as fucking woke as they fashion themselves to be, dog. They're not. All right, my bad, homie. I had a little bit of issues with my camera. My fucking battery died on me, right? Thankfully, your boy was prepared this time, so had to just swap out the fucking new one real quick. But uh, the whole point is... didn't lose my train of thought per se, but I forgot the exact last words that I was saying, but it doesn't fucking matter because I could pick up right where I left off. And it is that I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I'm a philosopher. And because of that, I'm not beholden to any of the fucking commitments that a conspiracy theorist is because of their brainwashing. And one of those commitments is a fucking commitment to the idea that better dead than red, homie. You know what I'm saying? Like the idea that any form of uh, communal thinking is bad. Because of the history of European Marxism and communism. And it's like, nah, homie, that's anti-indigenous bullshit. Motherfucker, we had communal living here long before fucking Christians and Europeans got here. You know what I mean? It can work. And to think otherwise is falling right into the fucking hands of the fucking, it's the limited hangout that they want. They want you fighting among capitalism and communism, thinking that there is no fucking alternative when there clearly is. You know what I mean? And it's just like, the fact that these motherfuckers can't see that, it's just mind-blowing to me. Because, like, bro, seriously, what the fuck do you think is going to happen when Bill Gates, allegedly, right, i.e. the fucking reptilians at Illuminati headquarters, the bourgeoisie, dog, Let's, I'm just fucking around with those words. I mean 100% the bourgeoisie. What the fuck do you think is going to happen when they get in control of the food production of this country? Of course they're going to kill the agriculture. Of course, they're going to give the fucking chickens chemically processed food that makes it it makes them incapable of giving uh, of no longer producing eggs. Right. And (laughs) what these fucking lame ass conspiracy fools don't understand is that, you know, to question everything but private land ownership. okay, it's 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 not helping anything. It's not helping anybody. okay? because basically what's going to happen is. They're going to take over all the land. They're going to they're going to take over everything, dog. And they're going to make it so you're going to be put in this fucking difficult position where we find ourselves now. 
And that is where you have to either agree to continue going on with the system as put or fucking change it in a way that you've been told is detrimental to all of humanity, i.e. communal living, right? I don't know what the answer is for you, right? I don't know what the answer is for you. I don't profess to know any of the answers. All I know is that on the one hand, you have these conspiracy fools who are complaining about, you know, all the cattle being murdered, all the fucking, the the the, the food production being limited, the rise in fucking cricket burgers and, uh, you know, fake protein burgers on the one hand, and on the other hand, a complete unwillingness to do anything about it. Bill Gates is one man, dog. And yes, you might have an army, but that army is comprised of people like you and I. For now, they might, they might actually have robot armies by this point. Who the fuck knows? Okay. But the point is, if, if this is something you're so concerned about, you'll inevitably come to the understanding that plenty of proletariats have come before. And that is that a select group of people, the 1%, should not have fucking control over everything that we need to survive. Food, water, uh, energy, healthcare, et cetera. Okay. And, <laughs> All you better dead than red, motherfuckers. You're going to come to this really difficult conclusion, dog, where you're either going to accept being the fucking little beta soy boy that's eating the bugs, okay, and owning nothing because you've allowed the fucking Billy boy and his cohorts to monopolize food production and land ownership, okay, or you're going to have to do something about it, okay? You're going to find yourself in a position. We're all going to find ourselves in a because this isn't going to stop. It's not going to stop. I'm sorry to fucking, I'm not trying to be a doomer or a black pillar, but it's just the truth, right? It's not going to, It's unless it goes, it, it continues unchallenged, it's not going to stop, okay? And we're going to find ourselves, some of us are going to find ourselves, dog, in a position where, you know, families are starving and we can't afford to fucking feed them because the price of everything that is actually nutritious and proper, right, healthy, like humans are supposed to eat, has completely skyrocketed to the point where only the fucking elite can afford it. And all the rest of us are going to be left with is the fucking replacements, all the chemically fucking engineered food that causes us cancer and kills us en masse, right? Population control and uh, fucking only furthers their uh, uh, capitalist system through the cancer and medical industry, for example. You know what I mean? We're gonna, that, that's just, that's, this is not, I'm not, again, I'm not being a doomsayer. It's just simple game theory, dog. And all of this will be because you refuse to look past the bullshit colonial idea of fucking private land ownership, right? Which is exactly why I'm like, motherfuck a conspiracy theorist, dog. Y'all are so deluded and lost that even the ones who can see the forest for the trees have, like, at worst, this misguided belief that something, God, always conveniently, Christianity, right, is going to come save us from all of this. And at best, the misguided belief that it's somehow, again, preferable, you know, this, what we have right here, right now, where Bill Gates is buying up all the fucking... Fu- Bill Gates, the United States government, even then, scare quote, the bourgeoisie, dog. They're buying up all the fucking land, all the all, all the all, all the all the private land, and you know what I mean. You you we now find ourselves in a, in a in a position where the cost of food has skyrocketed because of it, but we're content with that because it's better to have this somehow than it is to abolish private land ownership. I don't I don't get it. Okay, and that's why I'm like, man, fuck you guys, dude. I'm not fucking with you. You know what I mean? By the way. Religion itself is also a limited hangout, but that's a whole ass other topic for an entirely different episode, right? For now, the point, I'm just still laying the foundation, still laying the foundations, dog. And for now, at least in conclusion, the point's going to be, fuck up, 
I don't, I don't want nothing to do with this. I don't want nothing to do with the conspiracy shit. I don't want to, with, as is right now, how the conspiracy landscape is right now. I definitely don't want anything to do with the fucking agenda that's being pushed forcefully upon us, okay? All I'm trying to say is that we need to be, we, it, both of those are a limited hangout, okay? And that we need to move beyond this limited hangout that they've created for us, okay? To get answers that are truly for us, answers that truly suit us and our interests, okay? Not those that have been provided to us by them to keep us pacified and arguing among ourselves, right? Capitalism and communism, that debate, limited hangout, dog. That's what point I'm trying to say. We need fucking, we need solutions from organic intellectuals, from hood philosophers, not the traditional scholars, and definitely not the fucking mouthpieces for the fucking reptilians at Illuminati headquarters, right? Because what the fuck are they saying, dog? They're saying the world is overpopulated. We're fucking running out of resources. And I'm like, nah, dog. That's some eco-fascist bullshit coming from people who hate humanity and claim that the world is fucking overpopulated. You know what I mean? Like more intro to philosophy shit. How the fuck, how can you say the world is overpopulated? You can repeat it, but you don't really know it because you've never counted. I know I've never counted, right? I don't know how many people are out there. I don't have never, I don't have access to the resources. I don't know what the fuck the, the current numbers are. I don't know any of that information. And anyone who says otherwise, I don't believe you, dog. You're just mindlessly repeating something that you've been told. You don't have no knowledge of that shit. You know what I mean? May very well be that the earth is not fucking populated at all. I've driven across the state of Texas multiple times. And I got to tell you, once you leave the big cities, dog, there ain't nothing but empty land. You know what I'm saying? And uh, <laughs> the same when it comes to these resources. How long have we been to told that we're going to run out of oil? How long have we been told we're going to run out of water? All these things that most of us don't even question. We just allow it to fucking suck us into this fear of like, oh my God, we got to fucking wash the peak oil, right? And it's just like, I'm not so sure, dog. It may, I mean, maybe, maybe the world is overpopulated and maybe there's not enough land for everybody. Maybe there's not enough resources for everybody. But like I said, my own anecdotal, as they'll fucking dismiss it as experience, tells me that I don't think we have a fucking overpopulation problem, dog. Because like I mentioned, I've driven across the great state of Texas and I've seen nothing but empty space, right? Open land for fucking hundreds of miles at a time, which leads me to believe I don't think we have an overpopulation and limited resources problem. I think we have a private land ownership in the hands of a very select few group of people who have a vested interest in increasing their financial prof uh, profits problem. I think that's the real problem, okay? That's about as good a point as any for this week's grito to wrap up this bitches. This bitches? No. To wrap up this week's grito. To wrap this bitch up. There we go. I was conflicted between the two that I wanted to say and I fucking mishmashed them and it came out to complete fucking nonsense. Which, to be fair, could probably be said about the majority of everything I've ever said anyways, right? Someone will find something that's wrong with this and then they'll fucking critique it and then I'll come back and re-critique it and then we'll just keep going and entirely unabated for the entirety of humanity or the entirety of existence. You know what I'm saying? It's like jujitsu, dog. No one ever fucking... It's always evolving, right? It's the beauty in it. Anyways, <laughs> that's a tangent. Um, this bitch is over, dog. I hope you've all enjoyed it and if not, I'll try my best to do better next time. Until then, I hope you all have a great rest of your week, and I'll see you next time. Peace.